cold open. Ready to go. Fucking all cold, you're open. Don't make promises you won't keep. Hello. Welcome back, Tavern Goers. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. I, I'm, I'm here when you get here. Oh. You had to order food. Anyway, we are Torchlit Tavern. When's my food gonna come out? Never. We don't serve food. We just want you to order it. You just said we have to order food. Yeah, we like you to order it. That's a breach of customer contractual obligation, sir and or ma'am. Report it to the fucking police. I don't care. We are this Torchlit Tavern. We are a real play TTRPG podcast focusing on something. Bullshit. Better usually. business bureau. That's what I'm going to focus on. Hey, this shit shut hey, down. J hey, Jay, what does TTRPG stand for? Tabletop role-playing game? Oh, good shit. Oh, I thought it oh, stood wow. for this time real people. <laughs> What's the G for? Gay. <laughs> this time, real people gay. Real people gay. <laughs> you know, in my in my experience with tabletop RPGs, I feel like he's not that far off. Yeah. Like we He's are. Close. We're real far off from the beginning. Hi, my this name is Jameson time, Oxford. People gaming? Okay. Oh. My name is Jameson Oxford. I will be your game master here today. Game for... master. Oh <laughs> He's the game master. <laughs> I got some guy there's some players on there's some players on this show. There's the, no, there's some players on this show. Click, Who there? Click Who the click the fucking No man the shit. No, you didn't man, click this... it. How am I supposed to know we're in the real shit? We're always in the real shit, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, who the hell are you and what are you playing? Hey, I'm Ryan and I play uh, a warforged artificer named number nine. N-O dot nine. Correct. N-O dot nine. And with me today is... Ah, uh, with you today is Jeff and I... Will be reprising my role as the homebrew Kreskin, who just got some big, big spooky army boys, and I do the sneak. Get out of here. And playing with me today is... And you know how much I love playing with Jeff. My name is Mitch, I am the dad on the podcast, and I play with Jeff as a day room. He sure does. Not even gonna ask. We play well together, too. Yeah. He doesn't. I'm confused. Predominantly confused. Not wrong. I feel like we had a pretty long, goofy cold open. So, Jeff, hit us. Oh, Previously on pre-recorded content. Torchlet Tavern. God damn it. I like how you made him stutter there. It's pretty good. <laughs> Got him. Black powder. Black powder. <laughs> Great intro, guys. Yeah, really nailed that one. Hey, guys. Is it just me, or are we getting better at this? <laughs> it's just you. It's just you. Veterans. Veterans. Veterans Five of years. Podcasting. Five fucking years. It just comes so naturally now. At least now. two people validate our bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that they need to stop. Fingers. No, they look like claws. Big, meaty much like the ones I saw just yesterday. Fuck. Shouldn't have freed that thing. We don't know where they died. They just disappeared. They never came back. If they just disappeared, then how do you know they'd be dead? The druids told us. They sent us looking for the bodies, though. We never found them. Something to the south is wrong? Off? I get confused. I get lost. What is it? Whatever is above an inquisitor. I'm being accused of killing two of them. You won't have time to state your case 
They will kill you when they see you. That is how it will go. I'm aware. But if I find out what happened and can prove I was not part of it, then perhaps it's ending different. But it'll be a fight. Don't you worry yourself that. Newer ones, maybe. Yeah, I worry that she's gonna crack that code. She always had a, a drive to figure out how to make a consciousness. You're frightening because it shows that she could. Does she know how smart you are? Uh, I think? She never sold anything to Underbrew that she wasn't done with. And you seem different than all of her other... Th if she knew what you were capable of, I don't think she would have given you away. Probably not. I hope not. You're keeping me safe here. Is there anything I can do in return? Yeah, one second. And he pulls out this long rifle. I need this to kill a wizard. To put it simply, I need this to fuck your warlock. And you watch a Deru just subtly turns to the left, and he just, like, leaves the fucking deer trail. Like, your brain knows what it's supposed to be doing, and yet can't. It's very odd. But you do notice that in the ground seems to be some sort of trail marker on this hill, and it is covered in what appear to be magic runes. They do not look um. like they are in the script of the druids, though. Are they indestructible? <laughs> no. <laughs> I snap that shit in half. Uh, the, the vertigo goes away. And I put it in my bag. You realize that you have found the battle. You realize that there are what look to be the chewed on corpses of men. And his face has been torn open by what appears to be very wicked claws. And as you realize that you are looking into the cold, dead eyes of Dulf. It was a Dwarven Druid. Oh god, no. Erron, intruder, intruders, declare your allegiance. Druids were fought, they fought us to a standstill, and it was at that point when something happened and my vision sensors were destroyed. I heard more screams, I came back to back with this gentleman. Sort of like Pat's, the, the Druid. And we continued to fight a new enemy. My gun lance backfired. I could no longer feel my extremities. It had walls. And it was so cold. I shouldn't be able to feel cold. Cannot worry. We will get you back. Is at this point that I'm just gonna rip those cords out. You just you just finish them off? Yeah. So we start off in Santitas. We're gonna pick As up nine with Ryan. walked through the room. The shimmering lights of the Santitian street came in through the window and glistened off her smooth metallic frame, outlining every wire and curvature, every carve and filigree in her fine and metallic form as she worked tediously but diligently on her craft. Mitch, shut up. <laughs> Stop objectifying me, Mitch. You are an object! <laughs> I weird. have a soul! Not confirmed yet. Wow. I've got too much soul to be put in a hole. Uh, I am opening up with Je with Mitch's uh, description. It's better than mine. Uh, the sunlight... Nailed it! The sunlight kisses your dappled uh, frame. And it's the morning of the third day since they left. <sighs> yeah. You, I, I don't even... I, I mean, were you asleep or were you working? That's a good question. No, I was absolutely working straight on through the night. All right. Nine can do that, right? Like, that's not a problem? Sort of. There's a limit. Nine. I do need at least six hours of downtime every day. 
It's a long-ass reboot. Since you did work through the night, I'll go ahead and say that you do feel worn out. And Nine doesn't typically feel worn out. Like, that's not I'm a... Exa midnight oil. Yeah, exhaustion isn't something that Nine is used to, but you're starting to feel the, the edges of that. And as you're, like, putting the finishing touches on this uh, second bag, I believe is what we talked about. I'm in my bag. Yeah, you're, you're, you're uh, putting the last stitching into the seams. Finboggy comes back in. And Finboggy hasn't been around the majority of the last few days. Uh, he has been out and about, apparently, trying to figure out what the aftermath of what you guys did in Krakakola and the things that you told him. He's come back largely frustrated. Today, he comes back covered in what looks like dark purple gore. And he immediately just comes in and starts, like, taking his, like, clothing off, and he puts a bucket down, and he's just, like, so, like, just, like, flops this, this fucked up outfit of his on the table. All right. You guys. Hey, Boggy. Your friend freed how many things in the town? One? Well, n no. <laughs> no. No, there were, there were more. There's more now? Well, apparently. He mentioned there were other things down there. So far, I haven't found this demon. Heard about what happened. Something was there, but there's no sign of it. It certainly looks like you found something. I found, um, an etikap, I believe is what they call him. I don't uh, know what that is. <laughs> you never will. Don't worry about it. And he starts washing the, the blood off of his clothes. Should I check the monster manual? Nah, don't worry about it. You'll probably never fight one again. Um, so, uh, you, you, you weren't going well here? You've been shut up here for three days. Yeah, I think, uh, things are coming along pretty well. Well, that's good. I, uh, I think it's time you got out a little bit. I think we, it's uh, time you took those clothes off slower. Are, are you hitting on me? Slower. No. Okay. Yeah, I need to get out. Hey, speaking of it, what, what is your deal? I, I've seen Warforged with quirks and with personalities, quote unquote. But your you friends, my jokes? No, you, you haven't developed a humor quirk yet. I'm, I'm um, sorry. Yeah. Adair told me about that one, and it didn't really plan out as fun as I went. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's, let's, let's huddle, focus in on that. What's up with Aderu? Rayask, I get. What's up with him? You get Rayask? Mm, yeah. Can you explain it? Because I don't. Rayask, uh, grew up primacy in the worst parts of it, and, uh, they tortured Where? That's actually a good question. That part I can't tell you. Uh, we don't know where the apotheosis base is. At all? N no. It, uh, I, we, our, our best guess is that it can move. Oh. I, uh, wow, okay. Um. Reyes might know. He's been there, I'm sure. They, they experiment on him. They, uh, they cut into him. They do surgical grafts. They do drugs. They have mind manipulation. The, the apotheosis is nasty. It does uh, sound quite awful. Yeah, they, they do everything they can to brainwash. Honestly, the fact that Reyes is open to any of this makes him above board. Compared to most of them, most of them are broken beings at best. All uh, of them? Most of them. There's, th I've met a couple, one or two, trying to get out, trying to help them. Not all of it worked out. Not every time. But it's gonna work out for Reyes this time, right? Seems like I you got a lot of useful stuff. I don't, I don't make promises that I can't keep. Uh, nine. So yeah, so I get him. What's with Aderu? Aderu's. Uh... I don't really know either. I recently found out what his real name was. What was he going by before? Halor. Oh, he's, uh, oh, he's pretending to be a, a, a Vanoy. A hobgoblin? Yeah. Fair enough. I think he's like a cat thing. Yeah, he's a, he's a shifter. 
member of the Broken Circle. They're a... Druids. Yeah, the, the Druid cell that got um, proper fucked, we'll say. Yeah, they, they kind of went very rogue, very, uh, the terrorists. Honestly, once again, you guys are all a bit strange. How did you meet? Well, I was a loader bot for their platoon. The, the one for Vivaldi? Yes. Got it. Why did Vivaldi have a unit as old as you? And what, how do you know Martha? Well, she made me. And I spent a long time with her as her assistant. How long? You, 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 you've been very curious about Martha since you arrived. I need to know why. Because she's the closest thing I think I have to a mom. And that's important to you? Is your mom important to you? She was. She died, though. I'm old. Well, Martha's still alive. All right. I hope. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she's fine. Uh, I need your help today. I know you're busy, but I've got uh, another little cleanup from you and your friends that I can't, I don't feel confident handling alone. Oh? Yes, I think you might have some talents that'll help me out. Okay, what can I do? We're gonna head on down to Penance Row. Uh, the, uh, the church is over there. I need help with a black pudding. Huh? I'll explain it as we go. What is... Okay. What is that pudding made out of that it's black? Dig me. Mitch's random fact. Ow! He's setting you up properly. <laughs> I know, I know. Black pudding is a Scottish dish that is made out of... It's a type of sausage, more or less. It's made out of blood. And that's what makes it a black pudding. There's also a white pudding, which is also a meat. and has nothing to do with fucking pudding if you're an American. Uh, I don't know why they call it a pudding, but they do. And yeah. Yes, it's a blood sausage. Tapioca. No, no, none of that's related. So yeah. Chocolate pudding. Ah. Uh, Jello. None. No, I, I don't know why I feel like correcting that, but none of that has anything to do with what you're going to see today. Is it purple flavored? I've never tried one, and I don't recommend you do either. So are we, so Penance, Penance Row? Penance, Penance Row, yeah. Okay, well let's go. Do I, wait, do I need to bring anything? Yeah, bring whatever you need for a fight. Oh, okay. This might be a good time to test this out. We, uh, we head over to Penance Row. Do you want to see the map, Ryan? Sure. So, Finbogi and you keep chatting, uh, he gets his, his gear back on after it's kind of, sort of cleaned. It was never super clean to begin with, because he, once again, Kind of hides out as a bum. Uh, and you guys head You've north. You've got purple on you. Yeah, that was there before. It's wine. As you uh, you head north through Santitas, through this poor district that he hides out in, uh, you eventually cut left, and you almost would have missed it. A blind turn that could nearly be mistaken for an alley. A worn cobble offshoot of the nearby tavern scene takes you into a wide courtyard, in which sit a handful of simply constructed temples. Little more than a semicircle of church shacks in the center of the buildings, standing back to back, are five statues bearing primitive images of the local deities, each visage facing their respective church. Some of them are marked with graffiti. One appears to have been long ago partially shattered. A priest and priestess in brown-colored robes currently can be seen scrubbing away at the most recent vandalism. Uh, closer to you, you actually see another man in very dark robes talking to a family in hushed tones. They should keep the mustache on that lady. It's pretty distinguished. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you point the two who are doing the, the work. Uh, one of them is this 
round-faced woman with slightly pointed ears. She wears an apron decorated with the imagery of farm implements and weather, and she's reaching as high as she can to clean the graffiti from one of the visages, which happens to be the mustache, I guess. That makes sense. And she just sort of looks up at you, gives you a little bit of a wry smile, and says, before she realizes what you are, well, it's kind of a depiction of my god, so I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't... Did I say that out loud? Yes. Uh, oh. I... Uh, never... It's really nice. Uh, there's also... The, the, the halfling that's at her feet, scrubbing away, is a sour-faced blonde in common clothes. He nods at you before he turns back to his work, cleaning the statue. Like, he doesn't even dignify you with a response. He just sort of takes in need... that you are a warforged and moves on with his life. Do you need help? I... I don't know that we came here to help him with this particular problem. This is something that my my god requires me to do the work. It's okay. I I I I can do this. I appreciate it though. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. So nine these uh these uh lovely people are having trouble in one of the local churches. The black pudding seems to have gotten into the church and is causing damage. We're gonna try to clean it out for them. Which one? Um. Well, luckily, it's the one to the north there. Why is it lucky? Well, because it's the Church of Newman, that one hasn't been used in years. So? Oh, because there's no people in there? There hasn't been any, uh, Newmanite. The, the primacy doesn't like Newman. They, they banned that religion 20 years ago. They did? Yes. Then what is, why is the church still here? No one needed it for anything else. Uh, one of the, the, uh, the one in the dark robes is sort of a, uh, a tall human guy. He's got, like, a closely cropped white beard. He looks older. Uh, he finishes talking with a teary-eyed family, he nods to them, and then he kind of comes over, and he's showing that, like, his beard's starting to look unkempt, like he hasn't slept well in a couple days. And he says, it's because we, um, we, it's out of respect for, uh, an old friend. He's still part of Penance Row, and he looks at you, uh, but then he looks at Finboggy, and he says, maybe someday the Numenites will come back. I know one. Really? Yeah. Well, don't tell anyone. They're, they're banned from around here. Oh. Okay. It's, uh, illegal religion. So, would it- so, would it be bad to clear out the church? No, there's nobody in there other than- What did you call it, Finn, Boggy? A black pudding? Yeah, yeah, we gotta- we gotta kill it for you. Uh, we owe you one. Or I owe you one. Nine, it's gonna help me. And he looks at you kinda, like, please. Sure. You wanna get this out of the way first, or- Get what out of the way? The monster. There's a monster? I thought it was just black pudding. Mmm. Better show ya. <laughs> he starts heading over to okay. the north building. Um, is Nine familiar with religion at all? Uh, Martha is a woman of science. Um. So no. Roll a history check real quick. Okay. History. Roll it. Let's check out my fucking history. Hey, I have really good history, actually, because I'm a robot. <laughs> uh, that is a 12 plus 7. Okay. Um, she weird, was my woman. int's really high. Yeah, it is weird. She was a woman of science, but you do remember that she had a holy symbol that she did wear. She a holy was... gimbal? What? Gimbal? <laughs> she had a ne- she had nice. a necklace. She had a, a large medallion that to to nine's limited scope reminded you of these like priest emblems that you see on these people. Uh but it was one you're not familiar with as nine. Like nine 
probably didn't know it. Okay. And she never spoke of her, of, of religion to you. You're, you're right in that she was a woman of science. Okay. That looks familiar. What? What's what that necklace you've got on you? Oh. Uh, he looks down at his, and it's a, it's a skull. And he's like, oh, this is uh, the symbol of Moors. It's a skull? Yeah, the symbol of Moors has always been a skull. Martha has been wearing a no, skull no, no, necklace no, 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 for no, no, you? No, 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 Her necklace is similar in that it's, it's like, man, like, she's real goth. No wonder Nine's so punk. Okay. Steampunk. <laughs> no, it's a medallion similar to a religious symbol that she wore for your whole time. And she wore it every day. The every one of these is different than hers. Okay. I thought they were wearing the same symbol. Apologies. No, 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 no. They're, they, they, all four of these people have a different symbol on. Oh, okay. No, this is, this is, the, this is uh, my, my god Moore's symbol. Uh, he, he's the god of death and afterlife. Uh, he points to the halfling. He says, that is uh, the priest of Dynak. Uh, his symbol uh, is, um, I don't know if you know Dynak. They're new here. Uh, he's a Durkite, technically. And, and uh, Alira there, the, the, half, the half-elven woman, he points to her. She's like, and she worships Balthin. Both? Both? What? She worships both? Balthin. Both? Okay, we're doing this as a gag. I see. I both see. The Lord of this Dirt. This is a gag. Uh, oh, bo- she both. No, she was. She worships both. Oh, she worships both of them. I see. Balfin. Ball. Ball. No. No. Balfin. Oh, ba- Balfin. Thin balls. Uh, Alira just sort of shakes her head. No. No. Balfin. He's the god of hard work. He's an agriculture god of hard work. It's very rude. I would never say that to her face. <laughs> <laughs> to her face. Balfin. <laughs> So Finbagi has already started to, to walk toward the, uh, the Church of Newman. Uh, I, I need to go help him, but we, can we talk some more later? Of course, yeah. I actually have a lot of questions for you. Finbagi told me a bit about you. Oh, okay. I hope I can answer them. Me too. Okay, I'll be right back. Bye. You get to the Church of Newman, and it's... None of these churches are big affairs. There's nothing like what you guys saw in Campaign 1. These big, flowing temples, you know... That took over a whole city block. This this building isn't large. It probably only ever had a small congregation. But you see, like, all of the sun imagery. You see the, the, the like, carven wooden statues that show, like, some, some Numenite religious dogma. And, and when you go in, this wood simple wooden building with its pews, you immediately see that, like, one whole corner near the back of this place that's, it's well kept, but it's dusty. It's obvious that it's not in use. In fact, it looks like they stored some things in one side of the room. The other side of the room, toward the back and toward the pulpit, you see things have been, like, disintegrated. There's big old chunks missing from whole sections of pews, like some sort of acid has eaten away at most of, 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 of the things here. And in the corner of the room, you see a pile, like a puddle of black ochreish fluid. Alright, that is a black pudding. It is hungry, it dissolves things, and you shouldn't touch it with anything that you don't want to lose. Okay. How did it get here? Um, well, you, you know the story. He found, he, there were a bunch of things underneath the Cracker-Cola. You're, you, you, you are how it got here. It got out. I mean, I didn't do that. It probably came through the sewer to a certain point, and then, I don't know, out of a ditch. I don't They just sort of head toward whatever they can eat. It probably left a damage everywhere it went. Hmm. Well, 
How do we get rid of it? Uh, as you're talking, you watch it slowly start to move toward, a, like, a back wall. And, and then it, go, like, hits the wall, and it starts to go up the wall. And he's like, well, that's the thing. I've never actually fought one. And what little I know is that it's... I don't have magic like I used to back in the day. So, magic helps. Oh, so I'm not here to help you find it. I'm here to fight it. I, I'll do what I can. And he starts, he pulls out, uh, <laughs> he pulls out his, he pulls out, like, a crossbow. Just, like, a plain old crossbow. And he's like, it's not gonna be a lot of help, though. I, I don't imagine so. Oh, um, the, the man outside, Atos, he, he said not to hit it with electricity. Okay. I don't think I have anything that does that anyway. Fine. Is there an actual monster here, or is it literally just black pudding? That, that, it is a monster. 30-20 for initiative. <laughs> it, uh, that, that is a monster. It is, uh, yeah. I mean, that's it just it. looks like slime. Yeah, a dissolving slime with no brain. Yeah, it doesn't have a face. You, it continues to climb up the wall, and it's now reached the ceiling. I don't like that. I'm gonna cast web. <laughs> Roll initiative. That is a, uh, 17 plus 3. Alright, I'm gonna cut to these guys for a bit. Yeah, because I got a 20. Yeah, Mitch Mitch goes first. Dead guy 1, dead guy 2, dead guy 3, dead guy 4, robot, dead guy 5, dead guy 6. You guys have been, you said you looted, and you just recently shut down 75. You guys find about 100 gold pieces worth of stuff, but ma- namely what you find is that whoever killed these guys obviously picked them over. The only thing that you find is their general gear. There are muskets around, nothing special, nothing fancy, and any gear of note, particularly Roka, she looks particularly, you know, picked over. The druids look picked over. Nothing great can be found on them. It looks like whoever killed them had the, you know, the wherewithal to also take anything worth taking. Um... Rift! Rift! Yes. I don't see Eric. I don't see him either. We will keep an eye out. Maybe he will know what happened here. Um, can I roll an investigation to kind of learn things about maybe who took this stuff or anything like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can. Let's see what you get. Well, my nat one plus four. That answers itself, doesn't it, bud? Sure does. Dice told a story, I guess. Reyes, you're like, as you're looting everybody, you're like, man, I'm so glad that nobody took anything. They Obviously, we found everything that they had. <laughs> That's weird. Why did this guy march out here with no shoes? That yeah, make sense. so weird. <laughs> so strange. Does it look like? Do we have like a direction to go from here? Is there a trail we'll follow? Can I roll a survival to try to find? What can I do from here? So my my, investigation my, is shot my move my move while Reyes tries to figure out how this guy's marched so far without shoes and didn't get bruises on their feet is uh, I'm going to roll survival. Too That's wrapped up in being do. a free man, I guess. I'm just like, I don't even care. Yeah, it's all That's, good, man. That's a 13. Uh, okay. We both suck. That 13's and not horrible. What are you trying to find with your survival? It's not, not as great. horrible as a one. Um, Adero is looking to see what in the fuck, uh, and then following that, where in the fuck. Because it's, it's weird that whatever happened was so weird, and while a lot of the things that happened looked like they could have been druid done... Not by the druids that Aderu knows were here, and it doesn't explain why they would be fighting back to back with that thing. There's a lot of a lot of strange 
whatever was there, Adairu figures would have had to be a very high threat. Yeah. Yeah. Big questions. Big yeah. questions hanging over I think we here. went over this a little bit last time, but their 13 is a similar role. We'll cover the fact that a couple things stand out to it to Adairu. One of which is that the druids were hit with what appears to be ice magic of some kind. Yeah. Either like you know, like some sort of freezing blast hit them. And like you said, the druids are the ones known for their ability to throw out that sort of elemental damage. At least, as far as you know, you didn't think that these guys were going to be able to do that. So either they fought each other, or somebody else showed up with similar abilities. The As far as where did it go, it's been a few days out in the wilderness, and whoever did do anything appears to have mostly, or at least as far as Adaru can see, covered their tracks. What a douche! Yeah, the, a lot of the, the bodies have been picked over by a handful of, like, animals. There's, like, crows that have found the area. Carry on, you know, it's carry on at this point, and it's been here for days. The woods has fucked up a lot of the stuff you would maybe find. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I guess I'm going it, to turn to... It's been uh, nearly two weeks since this happened, because that's... How long ago, y'all? Yeah, because we marched Seven. a week and then we fucked around for a week. Yeah, you marched roughly. for nine days, yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at Deiru and with these sort of uh, yellow S-shape pattern uh, on my body. So, where do we go from here? Because I can't see a trail. And this is where it ends. The path we were walking. I kind of say. Where else we be traveling to be looking for what be happened here? I think I be having found everything I be needing. So I'm thinking we be going southwest, looking for what you looking for with the blue folk. The blue star people, yes? Yes, that sounds like the best plan we have. We will likely have to head back into the area that was trying to deny you. Well, another area. That was trying to deny you. I will take point. If and we find any more of these little sticks, I think they'd be a good thing to be having. And uh, there just makes a big dumb circle lap around the area to see if he gets stupid. No, you don't. You don't find anyone. It, apparently, whatever was done with this one was just the one. But uh, I mean, that one that you found apparently can cover like two miles. Yeah, it was a pretty big radius on each. Yeah, of them. it was. It was. It was pretty effective at keeping you away. Which means that you could cover a fairly large amount with only a handful of stick. I tell you what there. I'll be uh, I'll be tanking point westways. And if you notice me be doing anything silly like you let me know, because that means we got more of these sticks to go be picking up. Okay, let's get moving. Hi. Little one. Little one, is there anything we be needing to take for for nine from this thing? I know she be taking bits and pieces, but I don't know what bits and pieces be needing. Uh, do we have a cut? Nay. I uh I kneel down. And uh, I look at point two and I say, where is the core? And I reach in and I rip it out. Okay. The core, the core of a Warforged is, is a fairly decent size. It is like a canister, like a thermos almost. It's like the easiest way to do it. But it's, it's sure. about like... It's like a Yeti thermos with a soul inside. Kind of, yeah. Uh, well, it's, you know, you're not sure what's inside because they are almost always like fully encapsulated and it's, you can't find a way to open them. Yeah, because you got to keep it warm. If you open it, it'll cool off. Sure. But yeah, it's it's basically I'm trying like, to drink warm soup out of this fucking Yeah, the, you can't find the top, forge. man. You can't, it doesn't have a little flip up. Don't drink that. <laughs> yeah, I ripped the core out and I put it in my pack and I say, Just 
is useful. Bye, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, you'll have to pardon me. I was I did get over being sick, so I still have a little bit of a cough, and the voice yeah, irritates yeah, yeah. that I a like little. It. Um, this is useful. It is one of the reasons the apotheosis and griddle is after your maker, Marta. So learning more about it is in our best interest. Martha isn't my maker. Mine is my maker. Dad, I never met Martha. A light blue textured quotation mark pattern goes across his body. Yes, well, not your maker. Your maker's maker. Grand maker. I thought it, but I wasn't going to say it. Four maker? Grandmaker. She's my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you guys move back to the uh, hill where you found the fucking wordlessly, stick. Wordlessly, I nod. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm pushing you all along because I know where you want to go. Um, hell yeah, push us there. You we guys, go there. You guys Whee! go to back. You guys find the location where you originally broke the first stick, and you don't feel you don't watch a Deru kind of get lost. Uh, once you get past that point, you don't run into another one. Uh, you go over this small hill, and you end up in what basically ends up to be a valley that kind of has kind of made itself. One of the rivulets coming off the river snakes through this little area. You end up on this flat plain with kind of tall grass. And the moment you guys get, like, down the hill and just a little bit further, you see, like, a mile away, you can see a camp. You see, like, a bunch of, like, tents and bivouacs, I guess would be, like, a good way to describe them. Like, these, these sort of mobile, easy-to-collapse tents, like, a mile in front of you. Ain't a hiding very well, is there? I assume these sticks were their way of hiding. And I'm going to, uh, and... But I think I will hide. And I start creeping into the tall grass with a 19 for stealth. Okay. Uh, Adaru, do you Adaru follows quietly behind. Right, how, how far behind? <laughs> Fucking dice. I almost broke my phone. Careful. <laughs> Cacophonous dice roll. It rolled shit too. So like it's uh mm. just just it's before at the bottom. You know, it's a fourteen. Just before you would go into stealth mode, risk. Uh, you're not an idiot. You go ahead and you try to quiet your phone real quick. And of course, you know, you t- you touch the thing. It's gonna give you ads. Fucking not not fucking nine phone. could have fixed that for you and didn't. Fucking phone. Do I do? Hi, welcome to Ninephone. Here's a commercial for one of the many products you can find through the Ninephone right now. Hi, welcome to Yoonphone. We're excited to announce a monumental moment for Yoonphone users around the world. We want everyone to know that they can all be part of Apotheosis. As Yoonphone is now available for purchase in all primacy-controlled lands and territories, ownership is no longer restricted to military and state personnel. Everyone can purchase a Yoonphone for the affordable price of 20 gold pieces and 13 silver. Where can you join the Apotheosis lifestyle, you may ask? Why, at the new Apotheosis store. Apotheosis stores have recently opened their doors in all major primacy cities. If you have ever wanted to be able to contact your family across the country, Yoonphone can now connect everyone everywhere within the primacy. 
Hurry, while supplies last. These phones won't stay on the shelves long. From the people at Apotheosis, we know what you want. We have been watching. Thank you all for your future business. Adair, how far behind did you pace him or let him go? I don't know. I was just following him. What'd you roll? 14. Okay. Like, do you give him a wide berth or are you right behind him? That's my question. I mean, I'm trying to track Rayisk. So I guess the real question is, what was your what was your stealth roll, Jeff? 19. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you are the best at tracking. Poor him. roll for me. Yeah, it's not it's not his best work. No, nah, that's good enough. <laughs> Point All two right. got a twelve plus two. So uh, initially, nice. initially the plan is to just be like a handful of paces behind Rask, uh, and then I just lose Rask. Oops. Yeah. So they were just moves forward toward the town because I don't know where Fishman went. All right. So you get about a hundred yards from the the town, Aderu. Uh, Rask, you notice as you slink through this tall grass, you see someone who's crouched low like, on watch. And he just seems to be a commoner. He doesn't seem, like, particularly... He doesn't have any weapons on him, but he's definitely keeping an eye out. And he's you see that he's got his eyes on Aderu. Aderu has not done a good enough job to not get seen by this man. And you watch as, the, as he starts to creep toward Aderu. I 100% creep behind him and wait until he tries to make a move to do anything but like depending on what his next moves are i take out i take out the old the old back sword because i'm ready adiru and risk and uh point two need to roll me perception or tell me your your passive passive is 16 oh, okay let's see if i can roll. get better than that it, it, it's up Cannot. to you bud um dirty 20 23 all right um uh i get sorry yeah tell me point I, two I Shut get up, a, nine. I get a plus zero to perception, but I get my proficiency bonus, so that is a 12 plus three. Nice. Um, all of you uh, realize as soon as uh, the one guy starts moving that there are, is about there's about five people moving out here. And Reyes, you realize that one of them is stalking your ass. You hear him behind you. Perfect. Wait, so there's a guy stalking towards me, and Reyes is behind him. Yes, and then... And an, then there's a guy there's behind a, Reyes. There's apparently one who has noticed Reyes and is picked up behind Reyes. Oh, God, Fantastic. you made this so difficult But I see the guy that sees me. We're all yeah, no, extra perceptive, but not incredibly sneaky. You guys are of each other. They're not particularly sneaky, but they rolled great perceptions. Halor's plan is to, to sneak up to the guy sneaking up to him and just quietly say, hello, <laughs> from about two feet away. Uh, uh, he knows you're there. He wouldn't let you get two feet away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then um, if he avoids, uh, I go uh, after uh, the guy if behind If nobody Jeff. does anything hostile before they would get ten feet from Adairu. Uh, so I think, I think what I would do is I would let the guy who thinks he's sneaking up on me think he's sneaking up on me for a little while. And then I would turn the pr surprise on him by, like, doing some acrobatics move to be, like, in his face. I mean, you can't surprise a guy who knows you're there. Well, <laughs> yes and no, right? A guy who yes thinks they're sneaking Jay. up on you. Okay, you can, but it be it requires you to win initiative. That's what you're describing. Correct. There you yes. go. So, if you start it, 
we roll initiative. If not, at 10 feet in front of a Deru, something happens. So you need to tell me how close would you let everyone get? Hey, while we're all sneaking around and shit, we should probably say where point two is. Sure. Yes. Where is sure. point two? Because point two, because because you know Rayisk is creeping through some tall grass. I wanted to ask if Rayisk was creeping on all fours because I want to be walking underneath him. Yes, absolutely creeping on all fours. Actually, have now creeping on all sixes. Yeah, you'd, you'd actually have to. Yeah, you'd have to be because he's too fucking tall otherwise. They're tiny objects. No, they're small. They're like... Yeah, let me big, they're, like they're, they're, they're I, five I would imagine them to be as big as my Hydro Flask. Okay. Right. They're the same size as the core that I just ripped out of yeah. uh, 71. Yeah. Wait, are you fucking telling me? Hold the fucking phone. Are you telling me that what we should have do, done is taken point two and hotwired point two into 76's frame? <laughs> Get in yes. the mech, point two. <laughs> Give point Get two a mech suit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I wanted to be walking underneath Reyesk while he is crawling through the tall grass. And then while, once he realizes that someone is following behind him, I was going to say, Reyesk, do you want me to get him? Not yet. If I run at him with my axe up, you won't see me in the tall grass. Hold, wait for me to move. Then we get in 10 feet. What tr- what do we trigger? I'm happy. Sorry. Uh, when Aderu uh, gets... T- you, you guys are creeping up on each other. Both of you are aware. Neither of you... Well, he's not necessarily aware that Aderu is fully aware of him. But he gets within 10 feet, and you hear a short whistle come from his location, followed by whistles from all the others as he jumps forward toward Aderu. Roll initiative. Oh, this guy fucked Fuck. up. Why am I so bad at that? Seven. Been, a, been the number today. Ooh. Nat 20. Whoa. That guy made a decision. It was not the correct one. Okay. Aderu, uh, going. Uh, he leaps forward, but you are fucking ready. What do you do? Uh, what is it? What is he? Just a dude? What are we looking at? Uh, is the, he armed? Is he attacking me? Like, what? what's the sit rep? It is a mix of standard races. Uh, we're gonna Mine say was a nine, by the way. Oh, I do. I don't nice. have a spot for point two. I didn't expect a point two. I'm gonna have to get... Remember that you have a nine, all right? And let yeah. me know. Sixty, nice. Uh, you you go just before Rask. Okay. All right. So Aderu, uh, he leaps at you, and this is just a human dude. He's a uh, like plain clothes commoner looking guy, but he is like fit. This man has is not slouching on his workout. None of them are. They all though seem to just be a mix of commoner like people. There, you see like. We'll say it's like a mix dudes. of like half elves, dwarves. It's you know common dudes of various races. It's a gaggle of dudes. It's a gaggle of dudes. Yes. Is he armed? What, no. is, what is he doing? He's lunging at me. What is he doing? Uh, he's lunging at you with his hands. He's gonna grab you. Um. Hide your bits, well, Halor. Yeah, he's gonna he's good. gonna he's gonna grab you by the dick and twist. That's what he's, he's gonna, gonna get do. Get your goodies. The, the old dick twist. <laughs> <laughs> twist his well, twist that dick. Halor. Halor is a man of some culture, and Halor knows how this works. So Halor sees what is an impending dick twist, and he's going to go back and give him the counterclockwise dick twist. Oh, okay. And, uh... Ooh, that's the lefty Lucy. Halor mm-hmm. is just going to step in and grab. Then roll. We're doing a grapple? I had six to a lot. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Twenty. Uh. You, go, you go for him, and he lunges at you, and somehow... 
ducks under and slides for a leg tackle, like a leg takedown. And his second as Alor as Alor steps in, he just says hello, and uh, then and then that goes poorly. You have two attacks now. I oh, would I like do to have remind two you. Attacks now. That's right. You are now a fifth level barbarian. barbarian. That's you right. Have two attacks. The most amount of I attacks you will ever get. Two of those. Um, you know the the three sixty elbow drop. Like that. As he goes down, you're just gonna land on him. He goes down. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ground game with him. Sure, go. Uh, another opposed roll, or are you hitting him? Hitting him. That that's gonna be that's gonna be another grapple. That's gonna be a 25. This guy's going to sweep the leg, and Ed, and Adair said no. <laughs> All right. Well, so the second second one, you you beat him. He rolls a 21. You drop down on him and kind of get stop him from grabbing your leg. The uh, the guy directly behind Rayisk is gonna make his move now. Uh, as he pops forward, you realize he's a half-elf. He's got the little pointed ears. Rask, give me a, uh, opposed athletics. Can I use acrobatics? This is to avoid being, uh, um... Acrobatics or athletics, yeah. Yeah. That's great, because I rolled garbage, so the plus six will help to a total of twelve! Total of twelve? Yeah, no, he, uh, he moves in real quick and quiet and just takes you down with, uh, grabs by one of the legs... Uh, go ahead and roll another one. Oh, that'll do. 22. Okay. So he tries to get you into a fucking full-on, like, pin, and you shake that off. But otherwise, he's got you by one of your legs, and he brings you to the ground. Pro. Okay. It wasn't hard, because he was already, you know. Yeah, well, it was, really wasn't easy. He just he just gets the upper hand. You grabbed him by the ankle both, and gave him a good yank. You're essentially both prone. And <laughs> nine, or, or point, point two, your cover that was Rayesk's body is thrown from above you as they go into a little wrestling match, and immediately two dudes run over the top of you, running toward Adaru. Adaru, I need you to roll me uh, four opposed athletics. Yes. Uh, 21, 18, 11, 9. Okay, yeah. You throw this the first dude off you completely. The second one doesn't do that. The second one runs up and starts to... Uh, wave their hands and casts command. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and uh, he's gonna uh, demand that you. Is there a save for that? Uh, yes, there is a save. Will save, I assume. Wisdom, yeah. God damn. It's a four. Right. Uh, you That's don't seven total. You don't. I imagine Yay! a seven is not adequate. Yeah, says some sort of language <laughs> that you don't quite follow, but you do understand the very powerful word grovel, which forces you to go prone and end your turn. Oh, I'm going to cut his throat later. What, what was that, Mitch? I said, oh, I'm going to cut his throat later. Many things will die upon that man's entrails. Uh, and then Ooh, the other one is going a, to force Risk to do man. the same wisdom save. Yeah, he ain't fucking, he ain't doing that to me, bruh. What'd you get? I've been subjugated enough in my life. 22. Oh, yeah. No, he tells you to grovel in the same, uh, same manner. See, what Doesn't happened work. was, what the problem was, they both pulled out a squirt bottle. Yes. Yeah, obviously. And <laughs> and on the lore, on the Nehru, it worked great. Ah! <laughs> on the uh, on the wet boy, it on just the fish, is like it nice. Was like whatever. Yeah, thanks. Aha, yeah. uh -huh. refreshing. That's cool, refreshing. Point sprints. two. Point two is going to uh, see Ray is struggling with this being on the ground, and I am going to run at them, hand axe raised, and I'm gonna <laughs> chop them. You gonna chop them? Okay. I'm gonna chop them. I don't know what the stats are for that. Point two, it's a D, it's a D six. It's a D six, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. And I don't get any 
thing for this. I don't think you do. You don't have a strength no. score at all. It's right? strength based. It's just yeah. straight up and down. Yeah. No, I have a negative three to strength. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to run up on this guy who's struggling with Reyes, and I'm going to yell out as I swing. Reyes, <laughs> And that is a ten. Ten? Ten to hit. Oh, to, oh hit. to hit. Sorry. Yeah, that misses. Uh, you watch him, like, move his leg casually out of the way. Uh, but he does, as the swing whiffs, like, kind of, he's trying to get Reyes under control. He turns to point two, and he's like, Eric? That's what I said, Reyes, Eric! And I, I attempt to swing again, but it doesn't, no, it, do- no. it doesn't come out of the ground. <laughs> Reyes, it's your turn. Which of my four arms does he have locked down? Because he's got a, he's has He went to for a pick. leg, actually, because he knocked you prone. So I have all my arms available oh, to Oh, yeah. Me. He's just trying to put you in a position where you can't use him. He's trying to be behind you, you know, like a like a good pin or whatever the fuck. I don't do wrestling. Sure. He's good at it, not me. Yeah, fair enough. How do you wrestle a man with forearm? Does that change the game? You lose. Yeah, poorly usually. You put him on his belly, right? With a friend. It's still, it's still not helpful to be on your belly. That's that's what he's going for. Sure. But he failed at that because he did not get you in a pin, so. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be put in a Boston Crab by a man with forearms. <laughs> Especially if two of those arms are crab arms exactly. in the first place, because then it really gets... It's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to sneak attack him with, with steady aim. That's... Oh, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy up so bad. But it's okay. I rolled an at 20 on it anyway, so that's going to be 66. Um, three, 22 damage I do to this guy fuck. as I fucking just jam this sword into him. Just full on stab him? Okay. I, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's, Ow. it was out. Adero, it's your turn. Do I have a turn? Uh, you are, the the way that it works is you speak a command word, you can see within range, target must succeed in a will save. Uh, it doesn't, un- some typical commands and their effects follow. So she told you to grovel. You were forced to fall prone. No, he doesn't have the, a turn and he yeah. doesn't have a chance to break out of it. He just has to wait the, yeah, till for the this, command For off. this round, you do not. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That's yeah. why I asked. Uh, I yeah. don't know what you have as a barbarian though too, because you have like occasional, Nothing. I think it's just a, no I think later on helps. you get like wisdom stuff maybe. I, at higher level at higher levels I think I get a no fuck you but I think that's like a 7 or a 9 alright so yeah uh, Aderu yeah, it's, it's your turn it's but you spend it kneeling and acting uh, non-threatening fuck yeah funny cause I was the one that was already non-threatening <laughs> they they humbled the wrong motherfucker <laughs> I mean Reyes go over there dropping bodies I just grabbed the dude and gave him a hug alright but you can defend <laughs> yourself from this dude who tries to put your arms behind your back while you're in this position so go ahead and roll that athletics again. Yeah, I can rage. I could do divine fury. He's trying to grab me. Yeah, he's trying. He, he you, yes. he, you hear the sound of some. Uh, he's trying to prevent you from groveling, which is something that you can resist. <laughs> yeah, he, he's trying to uh, to tie your hands. Actually, it seems. Gonna be a twenty-three again. Uh, two time. He gets two attacks. So do it a second time. Oh no, sir. No, thank you. That sucks. That's gonna be an eleven. Okay. So he, Dice he, didn't even roll. Dice just slapped he, on a five. He has managed to put you in a... You're going to make all your opposed checks at disadvantage from here because you're in a... He's got you basically in a pin. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll fucking see. So Reisk, he just fucking swings twice at your head after you stab him. One's a miss, one's a solid hit. That's a 20-something. Yeah, uh, you got me. You're going to take... I'm a class 16. Yeah, you're going to take a total of 10 damage. So he gets you right in the temple, and you cannot make reactions until your next turn. And then he gets the fuck off of you after being stabbed and runs 40 feet away. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice for him. And then he t- and then he runs another little bit away. Good choice for him. Yes. He's a, he's a, he's a smart man. 
Now, Aderu, uh, sad to say that you did have two guys on you and you're already in a position. They both start working to tie your hands. Give me a couple of disadvantaged uh, athletics checks. Eight. That, that first one is a success, surprisingly. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't think I needed the roll. Ten. That one is not. So once again, so this, so they basically... I rolled a 20. That's great, on man. On that one. Yeah, that is great. I rolled a 20 man. and a four. Hang on. I rolled a 20 and a four. Hey! Yay! Way to go, Mitch. Real Mitch moment for you. It's even better. You really, you really pulled a Mitch out of that, uh, didn't you? So I really did. You really too bad, but I really did. You fully feel rope go around your fucking wrists at this point. They are tied behind your back. Rayask, uh, now that they see that you are definitely a threat, uh, one of the... the I stand to 6'8 so, and two arms pop out and yeah, two other arms yeah. are out. The blood trails from the guy who runs away yelping from you. Uh, one of the got the other people who ran up, they, they seem more slender. They are dressed in more of a rope look. They turn and they hit you with a, a... One of them tries to hit you with old person. I need you to roll me a wisdom save. And then you watch the other one cast a spell on the dude who ran away. I also just break out of that. Look at... I slow turn and look at him after he tries to cast a old person. What'd you get? 19 plus 3, bro. <laughs> okay. Like I said, I slow turn and look at him. You, you watch uh, it's a, this young, like, halfling woman, like, get a very frightened look on her face. Just stop! Stop fighting! I didn't start to fight. I just end him. You came here armed. I go everywhere armed. Uh, it is not. And I point to. I start. have two extra arms. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. How far away is Adaru from me? Uh, from point two? Yeah. Let's say 30 feet. Perfect. Uh, I see this happening to Adaru off to the right. Sound good? <laughs> yeah. I think so. Sure. Off to the right. And then I, uh. I'll be over there. This is theater of the mind. Yeah, I look on over. I can't lift my axe up out of the ground, so I'm just going to go ahead and leave that there. And then I'm going to turn and see that happening, and I'm going to cast uh, uh, a force strike at the guy trying to bound Aderu. Gives him the old, the old Iron Man. Yep. Spirit gun! <laughs> pew pew! <laughs> All right, what'd you get? One of the guys who was trying to pin him is who you're attacking? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a 17 plus 7 to hit that guy. That hits. L... Yeah. Where is that? Go. Okay. Didn't mean to land on the table there, but it worked out. That is a four plus three. You you, you hit the dude in the in the in the in the in the fate in the side. It's it hurts. It's a lot. It's a boom. In the duodenum. In the duodenum. Yeah. The jujujum. You leave us alone. We're just passing through. Point two would believe that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) they did they initiated the the violence they did you but you did show up armed so you know and sneaking in hi risk do you ask questions when people sneak up on you uh no i normally kill them yeah see uh y'all y'all just let me know when i can do things right it's Reyes turn and then it will be yours Ooh, this poor little caster type there's more than one caster, right? There are two. One tried to cast two spells on Reisk, and Reisk is not going to take super kindly to this. No. Go ahead and take your free action to talk as I attack. Said stop! Stop it! Ooh, you get real lucky. I go to swing with my... I go to, to stab with the sword. The arm comes out. The extra one comes out because I'm not... I'm still not used to this. Digs into the ground at your feet. You shouldn't. 
be attacking people if you're not prepared to fight. Uh, I rolled on that one. I totally missed. All right. Totally missed. Like, we go Actually, but I do. Never mind. I have bonus actions. What does a does a 12 hit? Yeah. The other appendage swings and hits for. Oh, wait. This can now count as a sneak attack. There's nobody within five feet of me. No. Uh, four plus three. Seven as the other claw swings and bashes into them. Uh, she lets out a cry and just falls to the ground, like face down, shivering, and does not seem to try to get up. You don't think you killed her, but that took the fight out of her. I look up at the two that are holding, is it two or three that are holding a Deiru? There's two. Uh, it's it's rope, technically. Yeah, it's rope it's at the moment. Yes. One of them is sta- uh, stands up from a Deiru and looks at you as you attack that one. So if you're going to talk to him, he's the one who's looking at you. Yeah, I look at the one looking at me and go, this is a fight you really wish to continue. There is no fight worth continuing unless you choose to remain violent. We've been polite, but now our friends are bleeding. You should work on your politeness, then. You come out here sneaking with your weapons on an innocent camp, and you expect us to show you hospitality. No. You could have come openly across the prairie that was a mile long. Sure. But no, you snuck in. Adara, what do you do? So what's what's my current status? I, I'm I'm on I'm belly down, tied up, right? Uh, you're on your hands and knees. You were groveling, and basically you, you could okay. you could re, uh, you could stand up from where you are, but your hands are tied at this point. Adaru, you could still yeah. talk. Adaru yeah. stands up. No, and, and you're no, done with groveling. Yeah, you're done with groveling. Adaru stands up, and his eyes have dilated to full aperture, like a cat does when it's in kill mode. And there is the loud snap of rope, because I double checked for you, and while raging. I got advantage, and I rolled over the DC without mods twice. What What is the DC the for breaking room, a rope mod? Uh, I checked. In 5e, yeah. the DC to tell break us, a rope. I, I believe yeah, you. Yeah, I, I did this research just to save you time. The DC to break a rope in 5e is, for either type of rope, a DC 17. I rolled a 17 and a 19 and add 6. And Adaru is going to dash forward oh, without rope. saying anything and cast silence on the mage. The only way he knows how. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, there's going to make an attack with the scimitar. Because fuck these people. Uh, that would take an a... I think breaking free is going to take an action, actually. Yeah, I believe it's an... I believe you don't you get do to attack to because you took the to action to... So... If it's an attack action, I get to make an attack. If it's an action action, my entire round yes. is done for breaking a rope. DM? Yeah, that, that's my question to the DM. Uh, I'm going to go with... No, you don't have a full. You don't have an action. Act. I think it takes an action to break. Okay, rope. then uh, you have free action talk, but I know you're not gonna. You could make a noise. Yeah, I you guess. could run at the acolyte. Then it's up I'm to done. You. Oh, you can run at the acolyte. I charge the acolyte. That's the end of my turn. Uh, if you do run away from the guys, they are going to swing at you because they get attacks of opportunity because the two guys that were trying to grab you. Uh, and they're they since you're y'all are starting shit, they're just going for the straight old punchy punch. That's tried to roll off the table. Uh, what's your AC? Seventeen. They both punch you for 10 damage as you run away. Uh, you lose your Ooh, ability damn. to make a reaction this turn. because They punch me for 10 damage? Yeah. Total? Each. But each. It's him, yeah. so it's 10 total. But Oh, yeah, fair. Raging. <laughs> 10 each. Uh, yeah, no, their thumps hit you in the kidney and the fucking, like, solar plex, and it is, like, a slightly stunning blow. You have no re- You cannot take a reaction this turn. Uh, of note, though, 
is now a Deiru has drawn a weapon. He didn't have a weapon out before. Now he has a weapon out. Sure. This has gone to lethal. That is that is an observation for the NBCs. He grabbed a dude. Now he's going to kill a dude. Yeah, you get punched twice, and immediately those two dudes are on y'all. Since we're getting violent here. The one that hit, that you run, ran away from jumps after you. He takes another two shots at you. You said it's 17? Yeah. All right, so one misses. He's going to hit you for another 10 damage. Do your math. Five. Yeah. And the other one is leaping at uh, Rask. The one that Rask addressed. He comes in swinging. What's your armor class, Ray? Uh, 16. Oh, yeah, that's two shots. He does another 20 damage to you. Yeah, ouchie. He'll take me out if he hits me one more time with this 10 consistent damage. Uh, and he yells to the acolyte that's on the ground, Go warn the others now! And uh, she sh- gets up on her knees and shuffles away from you. You cannot take reactions because you've been punched. <laughs> point two can take reactions. Yeah, point two is not next to that acolyte, but yeah, point two can. In fact, I'll, I'll let point two take a swing at one of the guys who run, the, the guy who jumps at risk. <laughs> point two's just trying. You can't. Not as a reaction. Then he tries to punch him in the foot and it misses. Punch him. Punch him in the ankle. <laughs> bite him. Yeah. Get him. Anyone can bite. You heal him because your punch is worth your strength bonus. <laughs> it's a minimum of one. The rules dictate that. Yeah, I know. Uh, the... And it's going to be his turn next. Yeah, the re- well, the he remaining acolyte casts uh, command on Rask again. Go ahead and roll it. Wisdom save. This be another 19. That would just be killer. Uh, no, it's 16, but it equals 19, so that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's still plenty. Uh, he tries to get. He tries to command you to drop your weapon. It doesn't work. The, the glare is intense and also the skin right now is crispy it's crispy it's textured spidey purple triangle i was just thinking of fried chicken i didn't know i was relevant yeah point two what's up she doing? you said the other one was uh crawling away yeah she's 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 trying to get away from rask okay i'm going to <laughs> i'm gonna run and jump on top of her she, this, this this one is a halfling by the way which means that the size difference Perfect. is substantial <laughs> substantially oh, more comical do it ryan go goblin mode I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go run over. Go and I'm full gonna, goblin mode. As she's crawling away, I'm gonna jump onto her back and I'm gonna. Please tell them to stop. Roll intimidate. Are you threatening her? Politely? I feel like by saying please, the answer is no. <laughs> I feel uh, like yeah, it's a persuasion. I think that's a persuasion yeah, roll. But, the, but, but, but it's a, a please with the threat of violence. <laughs> please tell them to stop. Or else. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay, get it together. Be nice. That's a that's a seventeen minus two. <laughs> a seventeen minus two. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's really doing her best. Yeah. I mean, it it really was. It's, it's close. The problem is, is she rolled a seventeen flat. Oof. Yeah. Um. She doesn't respond to you. You just hear her start to pray. Nine jumps on her back. It says pr- er, nine lit jumps on her back. It says present hall pass. Nine jumped on her back. She'd die. Uh, <laughs> Riz. <laughs> like a champion. Yes. It's your turn. Um, that, that, there's a guy attacking me. Oh, I a, mean, that's a point. Let Ryan do things, do you cocksuckers. 
she doesn't do Sorry. anything on your turn. You doesn't know if she's gonna comply. The problem with the whole plan of ordering somebody to do a thing on your turn is you don't know if they'll do it until their turn. She started yeah, praying instead of saying yes, they, so... If I say a thing and they don't reply and they start praying instead, I still have an action, right? Yeah. Yeah, that still implies, that still implies not comply. Correct? Correct. Okay, cool. Shoot him. Then I fire. Before strike. She dies. You blow her head off. Well, that fucking a sucks. <laughs> a silence descends on the battlefield. You look at all of the, the people just standing at, and staring at you guys. They just all stop. Yes. What, what have you done? I asked her to stop. And she did not. She was running away. She was going to get more of you. Please, stand down. Those who wish to bear violence on others should expect death as the cause. Every spell cast on you was non-violent, you piece of shit. Violence? Do you feel like you're going to die? He nods to the broken ropes on Aderu. Violence is not defined by injury. It is defined by action. You preach something you have no concept of. I raise my sword and point both my sword and my claw at the person in front of me and I say, If you wished for something different, your opportunity to talk dwindles. The one who lies on the ground told you to stop. You didn't stop. You attacked us. I you don't stabbed comply. us. You are on. Don't give you are, orders. You are coming Make on our requests. home. You are an ass. As are you. Durla, can you can you help her? The other uh, acolyte that Adara was going to run at. It, it, I, Risk, if you're talking, you're going to lose your turn. It's going to be a different No, I already turn. lost it. I, okay. spent my, I intentionally spent my turn. I pointed. Yeah. And I made my point. Adara. So, uh, Adara has, Adara has his sword hovering near whoever this other person's throat is. What are they doing? Are they, are they yeah. non-aggressing? Uh. How are they behaving? Uh, are they cowering? Terrifying. Are they standing terrifying. to defend themselves? Abs are, no, this, this one in particular, absolutely terrifying. Uh. Absolutely pissing themselves. Yes. Adara just stands there. And, uh, he's got his sword, like, on this person, but he hasn't delivered a blow, and he's just snarling. He's got his mouth open, and his eyes dilated, and he's snarling with his lip as he, like, inhales and exhales sharply. And, uh, he just looks at the person in front of him, and he says, More spell on me, your last. Help your friend. And then he turns to the other guys and says, Are we done? And he lets her go. If she, I, I know that the turn thing is dumb, but he lets her go. She runs and immediately casts Cure Wounds on the one with point... She runs up to point two, actually, and immediately, like, stops short at point two, like, wide-eyed and terrified. Get out, get out of the way. I need to help her. Are we done? Biden. Say we're done, and we will acquiesce. Aderu looks at the man closest to him and says, What do you call your mother's brother? Uncle? They concede. <laughs> Let her heal her, and we'll stop. Point two gets off. Uh, she immediately casts cure wounds on the the dying woman. You watch some of her face kind of heal back up. Point two, and she she takes in a breath. I asked you to stop. Why did you keep going? Because you could endanger our entire town. You're you're primacy soldiers. Well, couple. 
Hey now, I look like a normal a normal dude. Yes, and the terrorists yeah. who try to who try to attack us. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, none of us look like privacy anymore. I mean, other than the fact that I'm a Kreskin, I guess. Yeah, I don't it, think there's I don't not think a lot Reyes of Kreskin could ever toggle around. that off. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't untoggle. You have weapons. You came looking for us. Your primacy. We didn't come looking for you. We came looking for her. And the reason we were hidden is because you were unknown. No, no, lies. You do you sneak up on every town filled with death? You sneak up on every campsite you find, and you yes. expect not to be attacked. You're an idiot. Yes. No, you're the idiot. Am I? That I am careful. Will you're me. an ass. Uh, as are you. You're an ass too, John. Uh, a new person has has, has run up. John, what's happening? My two aims at this new person. Who are you? Oh, who are you, little one? This is where we have been staying. You can you can start the introduction. Thank you. My name is Nine Point Two. Was looking for my friend Eric. We were coming through the tall grass, and my friends were attacked, so I attacked back. Once again, her eyes furrow when you say Eric. This def every time you say Eric, there's been recognition in everyone here. You would be friends of Eric, and you, Kreskin. Exactly as the little one says. No, your name. My name is Rask. Shifter. Call me what you like. It matters not. Okay. Beast. Well, you clearly know Eric. Where is he? Uh, Eric. You, he he left yesterday. My name is Sarah. Is there any way I can help you? Why are you here, attacking our people and kit and Derla? Are you all right? You, she immediately stops talking to all of you and goes to help the the other woman try to protect her and she starts to look at y'all with more hate in her eyes than she had coming up i sheath my back sword behind my back as it always is and i uh reach into my one of my pouches and i clench in my hand a thing and i say we came here following a trail a trail given to us by eric he told me oh i could find Help. Oh dear, if Carval finds that out that Eric brought you on us, he will lose his mind. It's good that Eric left. And when my caution, which is advised after seeing a massacre, was met with violence. A massacre? Yes. yes. What massacre? Just over the hill over there. The people that Eric was with before, they're all dead. Primacy soldiers, broken circle. A battlefield filled with death. Mm, so that's the reason. No victors. Come. Shut. Okay. Stop it. You come. Put your weapons down. Uh, we I would like to you... ask. I would like to ask Magic Reindeer a question. Sure. Uh, while the conversation's happening, what do you what do you yeah. what do you ask him? Uh, Rask. Yeah, Rask would like to ask. Adara would like to ask. Yes. Uh, can you do something to help that one there? Maybe thinking these are the people we'd be looking for, and maybe an act of uh, peace. Hey. I can try, but my abilities are weak. I, I, it is best if I taught you how to do it, but you're not ready. Um, are there any barriers around? Great fucking question. Probably not. That's a four, boys and girls. It's a ten. Solid ten. We've been foraging, we've been foraging up until this point. Do you imagine we would have, this goes to the DM, do you imagine we would have foraged berries? Um, uh, I, I'm gonna use that role as a sort of just... No, you hang know, on, hang on. That there, that there Fuck you. That any berries Fuck you found you. have been eaten. Fuck you. Fuck you, 
Story point, yes. Yes, there are. Oh, there's the smart move. There's the smart move. There it is. Fuck you. Quickly. Fuck you. Fuck my dice. Button. Fuck you for making me roll dice. This is D&D, how dare you? Quickly, quickly, don't, don't see the strawberries in the, in the patch over there. Go grab hey, yeah. some. Yeah, what's I do with it, man? I, I'll, I'll, I'll try to channel some magic through you, but if I do this, you won't be able to talk to me for a couple days. Hey, win in both directions, eh? <laughs> Fine. Whatever you think. I can help the woman, but it will use up all of my energy for a while. Do what you can. If you run into a problem, do you know how to use me to escape? Yes. Rope trick. Fluid quick motions over vascular regions. <laughs> uh, he quickly describes to you a, a, a sort of sword ritual dance that will carve away to Feywild. It's a power that's part of the sword that we have not talked about. He explains it to you enough that he thinks you can do it. I don't know who these people are, and I don't know what you're going to get yourself into. You find trouble. If you use this power... You'll also lose the ability to use me as a magic sword or, or talk to me on the other side. But it's... It's a real last-ditch effort. Aye. No, the batteries. Go. And, uh, there he puts the sword away. And, uh, he walks up and says, uh, Here, uh, eat this, I guess. Your sword glows a, the bright white light that kind of emanates from it, that moonlight. And, uh, you, you feel some magic come out of your hand into the these strawberries, and the, you cast Goodberry on them. Uh, you give them, she eats them, she looks better. Color comes back to her cheeks, breath fills her lungs, and she's now able to walk without help. Dang, that one hit point really uh, helped out. Well, when you cast Goodberry, you can make eight of them, so. Eight hit points. Uh, eight hit I points. use a story point. <laughs> yes. She's very full. She's very good. Hey, she you only did had 20, nine health. You did 20 damage, or some shit like that. I gave half back. <laughs> yeah. I pull on her pant leg. I'm sorry for exploding your head. Face. You, she does not let you get close to... I'm sorry, Pointsy. You, you try to point her... She's your height. You can't sneak up on her. She, she's like... She shies away from you immediately. She's terrified of point two. That's fair. The others sort of crowd around and, like, block point two out if, you, if point two walks up. As you guys are moving closer to the uh, the campsite, more people are coming out, and they are very much acting like Aderu would understand this very intuitively. They're acting like herd animals. They immediately shore up the wounded. They immediately, like, like hedge you guys out as, like, a wall of people. Like, they're trying to act like fucking, uh, you know, zebra against predators when you guys get close to the town. Well, I'm glad and you I said against the ta predators. town with quotations. I was, was going to assume a lot of infanticide if you just had, like, zebra. They're not exactly like zebras, but they're acting like zebras in a herd. Zebras Jesus. are such dicks. You know what? You know what? Ryan, in light of what Jay just said, she deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it I'm rolling it back. I'm rolling it all the way yeah, back. No, I take back my good berries. Horrible. I take Fuck back zebras. my story point. <laughs> zebras are such mean animals. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> Fuck zebras. Fuck your zebra. <laughs> Fun fact. Should I have said wildebeest instead? Is that better? No, uh, buffalo. <laughs> buffalo are the greatest herd buffalo, creatures yeah. of all time. Yes, best time. Best, I best. love them. Majestic. We're taking you to see Carval. You will keep your weapons stowed. You will not fight anyone, as no one will fight you. Can we have cake? And you will keep that thing away from everyone. Kay doesn't have cake. <laughs> Carval. I'm not familiar. It's it's a shitty brand of cake. Okay. <laughs> I can stay outside if it helps you be keeping your peace. I have no need to speak to him. 
No, you Only come to. Only the armed one do. No, you come to. He'll want to speak to both. He needs to know how you got in, if nothing else. And she nods it. And why would I not be able to be getting in, then? Is there something that would be stopping me? Eh? Of course there's something. You'll speak to Carvel. And there gets shifty eyes. Yes, that one. Yes, that's what I'd be thinking, which be meaning these might be my enemy then, eh? Everything we've done is to stop you or deter you, and you have forced your way in and attacked anyway, and you wonder why we stop and deter you from coming. If you are here claiming ye be protected by the same sigils that masked the slaughter of my people, then I am not thinking ye be friends. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. You, you, you will need to talk to Eric. He came here wounded a few days ago. Nearly over a week ago, he showed up wounded, we patched him up, and he left before Carval got here, because Carval would have torn him apart, figuratively. Someone tore people apart, literally. What? We can show you. So you must understand our apprehension. Please direct us to your leader. If you would like, I can lead someone, since I can't be in anyway. I can show you what we're talking about. I'll even walk in front. Take three of our more patient peacemakers, ones who won't break the robot as soon as he's away from everyone, and um, do that. 9.2, was it? Yes. If you show any violence toward them, they will. They'll show no opposition to hurting you. You are not a person, and they might practice their, their forms on you. Okay. This unit is registered to me. <laughs> I... If Don't. you break it, I expect back the parts, but hold you no ill either way. Oh, do you owe us parts for our friend? I uh, I cannot trust you. I let you know. I'll talk to your... Theron, whatever the name is. Carval? Yes, Carval. <laughs> I'll talk to your Carval, and we'll see things. Mr. Cake. But I am yet to trust you. Trust is not easily given by us. Trust is not given to you which either. Is, which is... Understandable. Why are you out here anyway? Who are you looking for? This. And I reveal the patch. Oh, you came looking for the Blue Dawn. Yes. Well. You found us. Good. Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rask, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, 
and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.